Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pointless Void podcast, a podcast where two friends and screenwriters get together and turn a dumb idea into a movie idea. Unfortunately, today, Carter is not here, so I'm joined by the beautiful and incredible man, Shadley Howells. <laughs> Say you, hello, Shadley you. Howells. Thank you so very much, my man. Thank you very much. So an interesting fact about Shadley Howells is he has never listened to this show before. He doesn't know anything about it. He <laughs> walked into this room. I said, hey, Shad, will you do a podcast for me because Carter can't show up today? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. But he, he had no idea like what this podcast is until like five seconds ago. <laughs> and now we're recording. I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you for the opportunity, Jack. Yep. I'm, I'm glad you're here. You, you, uh, you're fun to listen to. So I just assumed that just your voice being in existence will bring in the views for us. I'm glad. I'm glad that I can try and help you out here. Yep. So we, right before we started recording, we were talking about writing a, your favorite, or did you say this was your favorite movie? Yeah. This is like one of my all time favorite movies I've watched. So what's the name of the movie again? It is called Can't Buy Me Love. Can't Buy Me Love. So we, this is like a romance film, like a romance comedy. Yeah. Yeah. But you also like action films. I also like action films. Yeah, like I like I like the good um you know with the, the a lot of the Marvel movies that have come out recently like mm-hmm. the Avengers, all those things. I really like those ones cuz they give off a good vibe for me. Um I always love superheroes. Did you see the new um Wakanda Forever? I haven't yet. I thought I heard it's good and some bad things, but I've heard mostly good things about it. It's I did watch it. Um it's good. It is good. As like when it, when you compare it to all the other stuff that came out of Phase Four, it's it's definitely the best. I think uh, Shang Chi. Did you see Shang Chi? I did. I did. Yeah, Shang Chi and Black Panther are the new are the two best. I haven't seen Thor though, but I I've heard you. that one's not great. Did you yeah. see that one? I haven't yet. I've the one I, about the Shang Chi one. I had watched that um, just after I came home from a two year mission, and it scared the. Be- jeebus out of me man like <laughs> like i literally watched it and i was terrified out of my mind i thought those things were demons or something <laughs> but it was a really good movie i liked it it was pretty action-packed um super different from your traditional uh like captain america or your rich guy mm-hmm. that, that, that's actually what i really liked about it is it didn't feel like you were watching a marvel film mm-hmm. it felt more just like a cool um kung fu kung fu movie, yeah. like yeah it was like a cool kung fu movie that like happened to also have some like uh, magical elements to it. Yeah, I really like that too. With the uh, ten rings. Plus, did they even bring up? Well, I guess like the abomination was in the movie. Yeah. So like they did show that like the rest of the Marvel universe like is around, but it wasn't like focused on that. I like the ending where they brought in um the guy from Doctor Strange. Um, is it Wu? And yeah, because they like in at the very end. They like, like throwing him in every movie. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like I like him. He's funny. I like him. Yeah, he's great. He's the Sorcerer Supreme now. They should make him his own movie. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know how they do it, but they should do it. Or make it a TV show, or just a small clip about him. Yeah, like life. a short film. Yeah. Mm, let's write a Woo short film today, Carter. Or Carter. I'm hey, so used man. to talking to Carter on this show. It's okay. I I totally get it. I. Um. <laughs> yeah, we could write it. Let's start. Let. Before we get into our romance action movie, <laughs> let's write a woo short film. Let's do it, man. Um, what is so so that is that would be like a hard thing to make a movie about because he does show up a lot, but like, what is his backstory even? Like, he's a sorcerer as well. Like, he was he was he was in the magic doing that stuff before Doctor Strange, Strange ever even so. showed up. So maybe we could talk about you know maybe how he came to be in his own existence as a user, right, of magic and being mm-hmm. there in the academy. And so I think that he would definitely be, like, I don't know what they say in the movies, but he should be, like, a couple hundred years old. Like, mm-hmm. a hundred years old, just, like, he's had experience because he's always, she's super loyal to the... Yeah, I mean, because he is experienced enough to be, like, second in line. Mm-hmm. Like, he does become Sorcerer Supreme. And he's, like, a guardian to the, the book or the mm-hmm. library itself, in a sense, as well yeah does can you do the sorcerers like age slower can they make themselves age slower is that i feel like they do because the um the previous what is it the sorcerer supreme yeah the previous what's um oh shit what's that actor's name 
she she was like bald. I, I know what she looks like. I yeah. just can't think of what her name is. Yeah, but she was like super old because she had like for a long time she was super good, and then she knew that she had to borrow the power from like the the void, and that's how she's been able to stay alive for super long because mm. she's been borrowing magic powers. And so she's she doesn't look like she's super old. She doesn't have a lot of gray hair. I mean, she doesn't have any hair in her instance, but... But yeah, she doesn't... Like, she, her skin is regular. She's like, yeah, it looks like a normal yeah. middle-aged woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. So, yeah, he could have been around for maybe 100 years. He, he He's like... He is one of the old guys, but he's also, like, one of the young old guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not, like, he's... He's not ancient. He's old, but he's not... He's ancient, new. but he's not, like, new, like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Why I I I've seen the all the Doctor Strange movies or I guess there's two of them right. Mm-hmm. Um, I di- I just can't even remember at all the first movie. Why was he source? Why did he become Sorcerer Supreme so fast? So he was just like prophesized about. I'm thinking that the way that it went about was, um, the way that he used the time stone, in the end. So the previous one had passed away. Um, do it in a fight, I believe, with one of the enemies. And the way that she just trusted him because he was different. The way that he went about life, because apparently Wu apparently wasn't the one at the time that was ready for it. Mm-hmm. And so I think Doctor Strange was just at the time ready to take on that role. Um, so I think the previous, what are we going to call it, Supreme Commander, <laughs> something like yeah. that, um, they were just... I think she just trusted him enough to give him that role because he used the time stone in a way that saved the universe before mm. that guy took planet earth, the massive, uh, void monster. Yeah. I forgot that was even the villain in that. <laughs> Doctor strange is not a very memorable one to me. Um, a lot of people love him. They're like Dr. Strange is like their favorite. And I just don't really understand why. Cause I just don't remember his movie at all. Really? I think, He's not my particularly the favorite one for me, um, but I think he's a pretty cool guy because the way like he functions as the superhero in his film and with the other superheroes, <coughs> like he doesn't yeah. usually participate in any of the massive fights that go on because he's just in charge of Earth. Like he's in charge of just making sure magical beings don't go into on a planet yeah. Earth and ruin it. You know, and he he's kind of just like the brains of the Avengers. Well. I mean, not the only brains. Obviously, Tony Stark is brainy and Bruce yeah. Banner's brainy. And, yeah. But, like, he's the... He's the magical he's, he's aspect more of, the, of the Avengers. He's, yeah. like, the wisdom rather than the knowledge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I think he's, like... For me, he's, like, the magical aspect of that. Because yeah. if you go to the second movie with the witch... Sorry if any of you haven't seen the <laughs> second movie. But with the witch, it's just that he... He didn't have all the knowledge to defeat her. He just had wisdom on past experiences on how to defend against her and how to make sure this didn't destroy the world. Yeah. Speaking of, like, magic, like, in the original, like, well, when I say original, just, like, like the first, second, third phase of of Marvel, there wasn't really much magic. Mm. It was more, like technology like captain america was created by technology tony stark was obviously created by technology um thor thor was magic like he was like um the only godlike being rather than just mm-hmm. like technology based but i feel like they still went technology based because the way like the his side characters in his movie had to take care of him through through side ma- like side yeah. technology so I think mm-hmm. mixed with that, that was kind of a mix with those two. And every single movie so far has been more technology, but they're starting to slowly go into magic. That's what I'm saying is like I feel like all of the Avengers now are more magic based. Like slowly, um, um, Captain Marvel is. A, I mean, timeline wise, she's been around, but like in the amount, like when the movie was made, um, she came along and she had kind of like these supernatural powers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Scarlet Witch, uh, who else? Shang-Chi has magic, the rings. Um, we got Dr. Strange, as we've been talking yeah. about. Um, who, who, Wakanda, they're all technology. They're very technology-based. And the other one that hasn't had a lot of exposure yet, but I feel like is mixed, 
is The Eternals. I never saw that movie. Um, and so in it, it just has, it's very technology, but the way they use it is very, looks like magic based. Mm. So it's a very unique aspect. I would definitely encourage you to watch that one. That one is a super cool, different type of movie. Eternals is a weird one because like, I feel like when a Marvel movie comes out, like the whole, like when Endgame was coming out, I feel like I just knew about it for months. Like everyone's right. talking about it. Like it's going to come out this day. And then like when Eternals came out, it's like, I just find out, wait, a Marvel movie came out like three months ago. How did yeah. I like not even know that this movie was coming out? There's not a lot about them. Like a lot of the other superheroes, we know about them. Like Captain America, Iron Man, all those guys are very big idols in people's lives. But now we're talking about Eternals. Who who are the Eternals? What are the Eternals? Yeah, exactly. We hear a little bit about them in some of the different movies, actually. Just little pieces. But you don't get a lot of information. Yeah, I feel like they're just... I mean, when they first made like the Iron Man movie, Iron Man wasn't like a big hero. Like No one get, gave a crap about Iron Man. In the, in, uh, like Really, the only people that were cared about from the comic books were like Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man was the only guy that like non like comic book nerds knew about. Yeah. But anyway, so now like obviously Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, they're all like really iconic. But like who the heck is even in the Avengers these days? Yeah, they're they're slowly taking out everybody, it feels like. The only people now is Hulk, who's Which, barely even around anymore. Cause they, and they kind of destroyed him with She-Hulk. Yeah. I never saw She-Hulk. I haven't but. seen She-Hulk either, but I just know like Hulk has been kind of thrown around. Um, Thor, I haven't seen the new Thor movie yet, um, but there's not really any originals anymore because Iron Man's gone, mm -hmm. Captain America's gone. You got Hawkeye, but Hawkeye's you know got his own family in there. I so. just don't know who. Like, what is this new Avengers movie gonna be? It's gonna be freaking Miss Marvel, <laughs> Moon Knight, yeah. and um, She Hulk. And she -Hulk. That's yeah. like the only like, who gives a crap about those three people? <laughs> Like, people liked Moon Knight as a show. People liked Miss Marvel as a show. I'm sure there's people out there that liked She-Hulk as a show. But like, they just don't feel like Avengers material. Yeah. I get that. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that either. We're just going to have to wait and see what the... And I feel like uh, T'Challa would have been a big... I think he would have been, like, the glue that held the Avengers together. Like, he'd be the new leader. He'd be the new Captain America. But then since Chadwick Boseman passed away... I was so sad, man, when I heard yeah, that. Yeah, because Chadwick Boseman passed away, they had to make T'Challa pass away, too. And so, like, I just feel like they don't know where the where, what they're going to do. Yeah. Because now Black Panther... I mean, the Black Panther isn't gone, but the but T'Challa's gone, and he's the Black Panther people like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The new movie is good, though. Mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil it for the listeners or for you, but... Mm -hmm. Thank you. You should watch it. You should watch it. I will. Are they playing it at our theater anymore? I think they probably stopped. We'll have to see. I'll have to go check sometime. <laughs> I'd go again. I'd go again with you. Yeah? I kind of want to see it again. That sounds good. Because I like watching a movie a second time. Because the first time, I mean, it's like the first experience. But then like the second time when you know it's going to happen, what's going to happen. You notice different details. You, you notice different details, yeah. So I, I like to watch a movie twice. I don't always do it in the theater, but. Too much money, man. Too much money. I know. I know. I mean, eight bucks is really good for a movie. Like that's what it costs at our theater is eight dollars for a ticket, which is good. But still, like eight dollars just for a movie is a lot when you're barely affording food because yeah, because you, your job only pays you ten dollars an hour, <laughs> and you can't even work forty hours a week because yeah. you're going to freaking class and doing all these dumb assignments <laughs> that don't pay you. Ugh. And then you <laughs> fail biology because it's at eight o'clock and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fail biology today. Or not like I'm I'm actually gonna have to drop it and then just take it again okay. because I'm going to fail it. Dang. Like I'm I have a fifty nine percent. Like I got thirty eight points out of a hundred points on our last exam. I'm sorry to hear that. And one. there's only three exams. Anyway, whatever. Oh wow. <sighs> biology. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways, back to the so woo, woo movie. Back to um, the woo. He's a hundred years old. More or less. I think that it's just like going to be a short film about um, his little adventures and his own little villain that he had. Well, do we want the movie to be origin story woo or just like Source of Supreme woo? I kind of want to be like, how did he be get there? 
yeah. into like the academy because like with Doctor Strange, that was a similar aspect of how Doctor Strange came about. You know, him losing his hands, his mobility, and his um, fame as a world world renowned heart surgeon. Right? Was he a heart or a brain surgeon? Might have been brain surgeon. Whatever, he was a surgeon, yeah. He was a very famous surgeon. And so I feel like with Wu, I think it could be, um, you know, it seemed like he is from... I feel like Wu's like from some really poor village or something. Yeah, and it could be him like, out of thousands of people, what made him special? You know, maybe he had a, maybe he has a focus of revenge or he has just, he wanted a new purpose in life. Just to not mm. no longer be just some person from a poor village, but he sees some sort of image or something that shows him that he can be more in his life. Yeah. What if Wu? So is Wu Chinese or is he Japanese? What What is his character from? I don't know. I, let's go Chinese. Okay. So if he's Chinese and he's been around for a long time, like, uh, what if like something that happened to him is like the Japanese came to like invade his village? And they like killed a lot of people he knew, and he. Maybe, I don't know. He like did, maybe, maybe did rather than them killing off his people, um, let's say that like the government came and suppressed their village and then misused them. And yeah, well, I mean that that's like realistic, real life. Like that's what Japan did. Uh, I mean, they killed people, but they also yeah they conquered and yeah. So maybe we could put them in in a situation where his family is suffering much more than they were even before they got taken over. And he just had enough of it. And he somehow escaped because their family wanted him to escape and to get out of there. And he, like, went up into the mountains and, like, I don't know, met some guru up there. Something like that. Do, do the, he he could have met the supreme commander up there. Yeah, do the... Uh, or uh, Maybe he meets the, 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 the supreme commander or maybe he just meets just another sorcerer. I don't know. But, um... Who, wh- are the magic people, are they born with magic? Or is magic something that every single person can learn? Do you know what I mean? It seems like everyone Everyone can just, learn they it. can be trained to do Doctor it. Dr. Strange, he barely could do, you know, what, like the um, opening the portal mm-hmm. and whatnot, or the different symbols on it. But it took him a, in the movie it only took him that much, but it seemed like it would take them a very long time to learn that. It's like a practice skill. But, like, did you see uh, No Way Home? I did. You know how Spider-Man's friend, like, did a few portal stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, they had, they, I feel like they said at one point, like, that he has magic in, like, his family or something. Within his lineage. So it's like that magic is something that you have, and then you also have to train. Yeah, okay. It's, like, similar to, like, Avatar The Last Airbender, where some people have the ability to do the like magic they have the ability to firebend or whatever mm-hmm. but even though you have the ability you still have to like train and practice and get good at it yeah but like not everyone even has that like no matter like some people no matter how hard they train they can't do it so i i don't know what the canon is in marvel yeah i i honestly have no idea cuz i thought it was just something anyone could learn cuz doctor strange was looking for something I might have to watch all of the Marvel movies again. Just to all of them? <laughs> maybe not all of them, but all the ones that involve with the magic and different references there. So let's just say, for the sake of this, that anybody can learn it. Yeah. But some people are just... More adept and skilled. Skilled. Well, that's just naturally everything. Like, yeah. some people are going to be good gifted. at... Gifted. Gifted at a specific thing. And so I feel like Wu is gifted... Do we want to make so that's the thing? Do we want to make Will gifted, or do we want to make it like he just really did struggle for? He struggled fifty years. I think he struggled for a long time, but he just kept going and going. I think so. Like I imagine him up on this snowy mountain trying to to create like, a yeah. create a create a portal, uh-huh. and it and we like look watch him get older because he just won't give up. He just tries to make that portal. Yeah. And that's kind of why he he doesn't have a dislike for Doctor Strange, but I feel like there's like a little bit of jealousy kind of there for him. that Doctor Strange kind of got it easy. He became Sorcerer Supreme too fast, or like he's not like mad about it. Like he's a mature person, but like I feel like there's like a little bit of that there. Yeah, do you notice that I in agree. the movies? I do. And and he kind of likes to. 
in a in in a polite way, he kind of brags about how he's the Sorcerer Supreme and Doctor Strange is not. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so after he, so he meets this guy up on this mountain who is portaling. I just know where we're gonna because I I do like the aspect of adding like the real life like Japan being oppressive over China, but I just don't know like once he learns magic, what is he gonna go? Yeah, I think that it can be where he meets some sort of one of the wizards or sorcerers, and they see that he has a bit of a ability to be able to do it, and then he meets, and we can make it just a little competition between one of his classmates or his his fellow members, mm-hmm. but realizes that that kid's willing to do anything and like anything good or bad to compre- like do that. And he was able to stop him before he did that. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that that person, because I, I, don't get mad at me, but I think he could have like a love in the like in the the group. But something happened to her that made him a little bit mad and made him. Um, I don't know if he kill anybody, but basically, show that he's stronger than that person. Yeah. Do the do the sorcerers have like some code against murder? I don't feel like they. I can't remember. I don't know if the, um, there might be something with each other as sorcerers. But I feel like when they when they have to deal with like magical beings, obviously they do anything to make sure the earth is safe. So there might be a code among them. Not that I'm aware of any of it though. Mm. Is there a way of? Uh like I, I find it hard to believe that every person that goes up and learns this magic is going to be like a protector of the earth. Like there's definitely going to be some people that like would rather just like they're petty. They do petty things. Yeah. They'd rather not protect the world. They'd rather use their power to, I guess, take over the earth or. Cause the, the, obviously the guy off of Dr. Strange, um, uses the power of what is his name? Margamaru or something like that. Um, the guy that collects planets. And so I think that people did that more often than you think, where they would just yeah. borrow the power and become subjects to those magical mm. beings. I feel like there'd be like a lot of petty ones too. Like, you know how Quicksilver in the X-Men movies, like if you go into his basement, he just has all this stuff. He's just <laughs> yeah, taken he's from steal, stores. Yeah. Like he doesn't actually use them. He just like piles up stuff he's stolen because he's, he can. he's fast enough that he's never going to get caught. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you could portal to anywhere you want, Snag it there's going to be some people go. just like doing petty shoplifting or like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's going to, I don't know if Will would do that. Or he seems like a really a honorable guy, so I don't think I could see him doing yeah, he's, that. Yeah, he wouldn't do that, but like a buddy of his does that, I bet. Yeah. What was the name of the girl in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness? America? Was her name America? I don't know. America Chavez or something? Did I just make that up? The the girl that like is in the... F- the one that can like multiverse jump. Oh, no, I don't remember her name. America. I'm going to see if it's America Chavez because if I, if I'm going to be embarrassed if this is something like totally not... <laughs> America Shaw. Okay, yeah, I was right. You're right. Yep, she's a comic book character. Dang, that's awesome. That's a weird name, though. Like her name is America, and she's just like a multiverse traveler. Okay. Hmm. I wonder what the comic book is like. That'd be interesting to read. I've never been a big comic book reader. I never really had the opportunity. No, I never read comic books. I've read um, a manga before. Um. But and which is comic, like graphic novel style, but it's not like the same. Mangas are interesting because they're like in America. I feel like comic books are mostly superhero based. But like in Japan, like mangas are super popular in Japan. Like lots of people read them. Yeah, and they're just like they could be about literally anything. They could be about superheroes. They could be about just kids that go to school. They could be about um, those films like Death Note. Yeah, definitely. You talk about that one. It's just complete. Uh, I haven't watched it or read any of the manga, but it seems like it's just complete murder because yeah, something a lot. happens 
and so they write their name down. That's the thing is like in in America, our animation is pretty lighthearted. Like it's either a comedy, like we're talking like Family Guy, Simpsons, yeah, or like I'm trying to think of like a more serious animation show. We don't really have that many. We don't really have any. But in like uh, Japan, in Japan they have full on like dramas or full on horror films or full on like it it is really cool graphic scenes too. Yeah, like I understand why people like really really like anime. I just have never. I've seen a few. We've talked about One Punch Man before. Yeah, that was a good one. One Punch Man's a great anime. It's a beautiful one. Beautiful, like the art style is fantastic. The it's funny. It's interesting. It can also be very serious on how. He goes about being a all-powerful superhuman person, but is sick of being so powerful that he just one punches everything. He no longer yeah. has emotion anymore. Well, it's, it is an interesting concept of a superhero because, like, yeah, he's he's too good at what he does. He's so good. That he he got exactly what he wanted. He wanted to be able to defeat and protect and be able to be a superhero for fun, but. He like the com- the conflict of the story comes not in the fact that the villains are too hard to beat, but the fact that they're too easy to beat. Yeah, it's it's just a really interesting story idea. One thing I I really like about the One Punch Man storyline is how I don't know about you One Punch Man uh, fans out there, but I feel like the the characters are sometimes extremely dumb, thinking that they can just. They have that same mentality that One Punch Man had of being, oh, I'm going to be the strongest, but they can't because the strongest is already there. You know, like, no one's going to beat One Punch Man mm-hmm. in the One Punch Man series, it seems like. Yeah. Well, yeah, there was, like, a scene, I can't remember in, I can't remember what episode it was, but it was definitely season one, where Saitama was trying to punch Jano. So now I'm going to say stuff that if you haven't seen the show, you probably don't know what we're talking about, but it doesn't matter. But like how uh, Genos is like, just give me everything you got. And he's like, okay, I got a mock fight. I'll do it. The mock fight. And he like went for his face and Genos was like, oh shoot, I thought I could beat him, but obviously I can't. And then he stopped like right in front of his face and the wind like that he propelled with the speed of his fist, like carved like a massive flaming Canyon, which doesn't make sense (laughs) because it should have destroyed Genos. It should have destroyed his face, but like, (laughs) But somehow the force behind it somehow disrupted the matter behind him with the mountains and the trees. Yeah, but I I don't think in any show or story there's ever been that powerful of a attack. And he didn't even attack. Yeah. He just like decided not to attack and that's what like did all that damage. Mm-hmm. Good job. We could write a whole movie about that if you come on in the second episode. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. One Punch Man season three is coming out soon. Really? Yeah. I'm excited. I really would like to watch that. Have you seen the second season? I think I have. It's mm. been a while. Did you watch it in English or like Japanese with subtitles? I want to say English in general, but it was probably the English subtitles with the original language. Mm. I I... I've watched a few animes, and I feel like diehard anime fans like think it's cringe to watch the English dub. But I feel like there's a lot of good English dubs out there. They're doing they're like doing the, much better. There were some terrible ones out there where mm. they would like have the scene already past what was being said, or the said the words would be already past what was being shown. Yeah, but now they're doing much better on how to correlate with them. And they scenes. get like good voice actors. Oh yeah, and then. But yeah, like I, I enjoy, I don't, and I'm not that big of an anime fan that I care. Like if it's the authentic original, mm-hmm. like I just like the story. Yeah. Um, what was I, but anyway, the, uh, the reason I even brought that up is cause I watched the first season in English dub and then I, the second season didn't have an English dub yet. So I had to watch it in original Japanese, which is still just as good, but, but there wasn't a huge difference for you. I mean, the thing is, once you start watching a show, like, you'll get an episode in and you kind of forget that you're even reading subtitles. You're just watching the film. You're just watching yeah. it and you're reading and you're understanding what's happening, but you don't even think about the fact that it's in a different language. Yeah. Like, one of my favorite movies, have you ever seen Parasite? 
Is that the one where it's the parasite that eats the hand of the guy? Well, th- that that is a that is an anime and it's called Parasite, but that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, There's a movie no. called Parasite. I haven't then. Have you seen the anime Parasite? A little bit, yeah. I have to. I've still watched a few episodes. It's pretty good. It I is pretty it. good. I liked it, but um, no, the the movie Parasite's totally different, but it does have the same title. But it's uh, it's about like a family that's like really poor, and they end up like. Like the brother ends up getting a job as a tutor at for this like really rich family. And then he ends up getting his sister a job and his mom and dad a job. And they kind of do it in like a sneaky way. Like they're pretending they're not related. He's like, oh, I, I actually, um, it's like really great coincidence. I actually met this woman. She's like an art teacher. Anyway, a fantastic film. It's all, it's Korean. Really? Um, it won. It's the very first um, foreign film to win best picture at the Oscars. That is super cool. Yeah, I, I'd have to watch it sometime. Yeah, I'd love to watch it with you guys. Um, you guys meaning all of our friend group, of course. Um, it's it's a movie that I feel like it would be a hard sell. Like it would be hard for me to get the friend group to watch it, but I think we could do it, or I could do it. <laughs> you could definitely do it, Jack. I believe in you. Um, but yeah, it's a fantastic film. It's it's technically like a thriller, I guess you would categorize it. Okay, but it's a anyway. I can't remember why I brought that up, but I'm just saying, oh, I remember why I brought it up. Because, like, when I watch that movie, I've seen it, like, five times at this point. And, yeah, you start watching it, and you totally forget you're even reading. Yeah. Because this, the story is so compelling and interesting, and, like, the visuals are really beautiful. Yeah, I I do agree with what you're saying, because I, I am a huge subtitles person. Mm-hmm. I like the captions, just because, for me, when I first watch a film, I have no idea what's going on. So I'd like to know what is going on hear what's going on yeah I, I read english like when it's an english movie i read the subtitles mm-hmm. because even though i'm a full full-blown english person here in america but yeah well i like the subtitles because like uh there'll be like someone talking really quiet in the background and you get that information and the subtitles will like you can hear it because the subtitles are there but if you were just watching without subtitles you wouldn't even notice it was there mm-hmm. so like yeah i really enjoy subtitles yeah me too Right. I, I wonder th- how to, there's like a YouTube subtitle generator and I have no idea how that works. Me neither. Like I how does it hear? Maybe it is when people put programs out there, they type in what is being like a dialogue. Like you ever see like a, when some people make videos that you actually have everything written out already and mm-hmm. like all the words that are being said. So I think it's similar to that. And they have to time it right with the video quality and the timing of the video to get it to work out. Mm-hmm. And there might be a totally different method that I'm thinking of, but I have no idea. So, mm. Are you an art major, Shad? I am not. I am a general major. Okay. So I literally have nothing and everything at the same time. You, are you, you're not like a... I just can't remember. You, you don't like draw or you don't do anything like I that? I do a little bit of drawing here and there. I dabble in some drawings but i haven't practiced much recently i've been a little bit busy with my job air quotes honestly job but yeah i i used to think i was a good like in like the fourth grade i was so good at drawing seriously me too but now that i'm 22 i draw exactly like i did as a fourth grader (laughs) and so now i'm not good i was really good for a fourth grader but now i am not good for a 22 year old and I wish I would have gotten better at that skill. I wish a lot of things. I wish <laughs> a lot of different things. But yeah, that is I just can't imagine like being an animator on any show, just spending hours a day just drawing. I mean, I guess people love it. There's a reason that's a desirable job. Of course. But they just draw these different things, different things all day. And anyway, back to Woo. This is a, you know, this is a good Pointless Void episode when we just talk about other stuff. Yeah, it's kind of, I feel like sometimes I just go on these pointless random tangents on it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the original point of this podcast was to talk about creating a movie film. So I think we're just sticking with the woo thing right now. Yeah, well, that's kind of how, that's how the, that's why I titled this podcast The Pointless Void is because you always go into it with an intention of like, hey, we're going to write a romance action film. Yeah. And then we end up like, coming up with a new idea that is either better or worse, but we just see, you just kind of test the waters in a pointless way. That makes sense, actually. 
to be yeah I like totally, some of our some of our best ideas in my opinion come from just talking yeah just talking so that's the beauty we still have 30 minutes about to just keep talking so what happens to woo next do you think so where are we at we we found out that he is in the mountains yep he's in the academy um now we're just figuring out what he's doing now is he learning or is he like very low in you could say the hierarchy of the academy maybe he's a janitor that is moving up and just learning and watching people from a distance yeah, I can see that. Like he, is it hard to get accepted as a student or are they pretty accepting? I can't remember. I feel like they were very hard because it took, as a man who's Dr. Strange's um, desire to learn, mm-hmm. he had a very hard time being there. Maybe because he was such a prideful person because he was so famous and had everything at one time in his life. Yeah. He no longer does. So it might have been extremely hard for him to accept what was acceptable at that point in his life. Yeah, so so like wh- where does is the academy like in Nepal? Is it like is that where it is? In the mountains of Nepal? It seems like it. I'm trying to remember exactly where he heard about these people. Like where he heard about um the magic um the sorcerers in general. So Mm. When I hear a funny joke, it's not really a joke. It was a bit in Family Guy about Nepal. Sure. So it's a, a video of a God and Jesus, like they're sitting above the earth and they're looking at it. And uh, God's like, ah, "Look, uh, this place looks like it's boobs." <laughs> and it's like the uh, these mountains look like nipples. And Jesus is like, "You just you can't call a country nipples." And then God's like, "Nepal." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> So like that's why it's called Nepal because um, oh, man. God thought the mountains looked like nipples. <laughs> oh man, that's a pretty funny one. I like that one. So how how far away is Nepal? I mean, Nepal is in Asia somewhere, but where is it in relation to China? You got me beat there, man. I don't know where the heck that is either. Um, Let's look at a Nepal map. Let me see. I'd probably say depending on where you are in China, it's gonna be long distance anyways. But I feel like it would. Isn't it at the bottom near the Indian Sea or? Oh, it is right next to China. Oh shoot. Okay, yeah. So it's in between China and India. Okay. So he could. So he could have like escaped from China to Nepal. That's yeah. actually reasonable. For sure. So let's say he did that, and so yeah, he's like there, and he's like really interested in taking part in this academy, but he's just not let in because he sucks. But he keeps like he just keeps sticking by, and like coming to the door every day. And, Maybe like, that's like, why he's so peeking old. through the cracks and like doing what they do. But he like doesn't have the ring, so he just practices the motions over and over. Yeah, do they? they can they do magic without their devices? It didn't seem like it. No, because they needed that ring. Like Strange needed his cape, or not? He didn't need his cape, but like his cape was, it oh, aided yeah. him and. So they don't, they, you can't just do stuff by yourself. But he was just like watching through a crack for quite a few years. I'm trying to remember if the ring was the only thing that was used for the portals, but they could use other hand gestures for magic, like any of the other things. Man, I feel like such a insignificant person about the knowledge of Dr. Strange's stuff. Yeah. I'm going to look something up real quick. Um. <clears throat> Here, I want to watch this for a second. Yeah. Oh, it's Wong. His name's Wong. We've been calling him Wu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch that part. I'm gonna wait till it gets to the part that I want to watch. So, um, <clears throat> somebody has to like notice him eventually. Like after all these years, that he is improving. Mm-hmm. And they let him in. And, it, you know, the Supreme Commander, well, she would have to be there because she seemed to be extreme. Like, she's been there for a long time. So it probably wouldn't be her in particular. But maybe she, she had seen him watching other students and other instructors doing things. 
that she may have recommended one of the teachers to try and do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I found it. This look like nipples. Well, you can't just call a country nipples. What about Nepal? Ooh, I like that. Ha, shocker. God gets it right. (laughs) I don't know. That's so dumb. You can't just call a country nipples. And now every time, for literally the rest of my life, every time I hear Nepal, that's all I can think about. (laughs) That's funny. So I found out a little bit more about the rings themselves. They're called sling rings. Okay. And it basically is the essential tool with the power to sustain two-dimensional portals between any two points of the pl- on the planet. So, so it's you the can't only do thing that uses it to ch- instantly travel, basically. But I feel like it's not saying like they need them to just do magic. So I think it's the, just the portal mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah, exactly. But they can, like they can form those like weird circles on their fists. Yeah. The symbols that they use for shields and weapons. Mm. Dude, I, w- I want one of those rings so bad. Could you imagine how like cool your life would be if you could just travel anywhere on the earth like instantly? Yeah, I, that would be super cool. I'd also miss the point of actually being able to travel though, because sometimes for me, I'm kind of like an adrenaline person where I like the lift off when I go on a plane, like mm. to go really really fast and just get take that feeling. Just but become I, a pilot then. <laughs> but the the other thing that I'd have to mention is I hate the time it takes to get there. Yeah. And like, I don't know. There's some other things that I would just. So you could like. teleport onto an airplane that's taking off. You could take off and then teleport to where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> so you get the feeling of taking off, For but sure. you also get there. Yeah. I would probably even tele- teleport myself to the plane that you've ever heard of. The, I think it's called the Zero Gravity. It's like a program where. They take this massive, massive plane, and you're inside it, obviously. You're not outside of it. And you're going up, and they get to a certain point where they start to just drop as a plane. Yeah, yeah, And when yeah. they drop, you just, it's zero gravity. So you're just yeah, because you're falling just as fast as the plane is falling. Yeah, no, yeah. I'd love to try that. That would be super cool. I don't know if I could do skydiving. That's a little bit scarier for me that to risk my life like that, but it would be pretty cool. People don't die skydiving that often. But it's just the fact of fear of dying at a height as high as you go to go skydiving. Yeah. I, I, I do want to go skydiving. I'd love to try it. Me too. But I just have that fear of just... Maybe I don't have a fear of heights. It's just the fact of the fear like you're going to die in a sense. You're afraid of dying. Sometimes. You're afraid of dying from heights. Yeah. Um, okay. That makes sense. Do you have any fear of dying some way? Um, I don't know. I think I'd be scared to die drowning, but that doesn't like stop me from doing stuff in the water. Oh yeah. But that would scare me. Like too. I can't think of like a specific like thing. Like that I'm so scared of it that I don't do like the thing that I like. Like I, what, 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 th- what do people die the most? F- I mean, people die in car accidents probably the most. Yeah. I feel like something that might be, it might be in any situation of dying. Um, I feel like a scary way to die would be, um, for example, there's the story of the guy who had his arms stuck between two rocks and he was alone by himself. And in the story, he cut off his arm to get out of the rock, right? But I feel like in that time that he was sitting there with his arm pinched by the rock, the fear of dying alone with no one around him to comfort him, no one to help him in that moment to be able to. Yeah. Dying slowly of starvation because you pinned your arm is pretty scary. That would be extremely scary for me. And it probably doesn't mean that I'm not going to go hiking alone or anything, but it would definitely make me very hesitant to do so. I probably wouldn't go hiking alone just because part of the enjoyment of hiking for me is being with people. Yeah. Being with someone close to you, friends, family. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hike a lot. And like, I've never been on like, actually I have done backpacking hikes. Have you? I've done it once or twice. I was uh, on my Eagle, like just basically this my scouting group that I had. Yeah. Were you an Eagle Scout? I am an Eagle Scout. So am I. It's pretty cool. 
That is pretty cool. There's not that many Eagle Scouts in the world. Yeah, and then I feel like sometimes it's not doesn't mean much anymore. I feel like there's not a lot of it doesn't have the meaning it used to in the past, I feel like. Yeah. I just feel like scouts like groups like that in general don't really matter. Or not so they don't matter, it's just that <clears throat> I feel like in society now it doesn't do yeah. much. Like they always anymore. like I was always told like, hey, if you uh go apply for a job Put Eagle Scout down. And like, if you put Eagle Scout down, it's like you're way more likely to get the job. It's like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of employers like, what the heck? What's an Eagle Scout? Yeah. Like, nowadays, it's just not like it used to be. It's not common. Like you were saying, there's not a lot of them out there anymore. Yeah. Still super hard to get. Still impressive that you got it. Honestly, it was my mom. My mom's pretty much got me my Eagle Scout. She's an amazing person. Yeah. My dad, he was like a scout leader um, for a lot of the time that I was a scout. And yeah, th- this woman Shay Holmes. If you're listening, Shay, you you are a pr- another big reason I'm an Eagle Scout because you set up activities where I could earn merit badges and stuff. Like I never would have done that on my own. But what what were we talking about? Oh, just like multiple day hikes. Yeah, I I did that. The Sawtooth Mountains. Sawtooth Mountains. I don't that, even was know. A, that was a really fun. Actually, that was a very good time. I would go on a backpacking trip again. Yeah. I feel like if you just, planning is so essential to uh, doing things in general. And I think that the backpacking trip, especially where you're going, really makes a huge difference on the entertainment that you have, with, especially with the people that you're with. Because I remember on one of my scouting trips is that we would play splits. You ever mm. play splits? Maybe, but I, I mean, I've never called it that, but explain it. and maybe It's a game it. where you, you take a, a pocket knife or some okay. knife, <laughs> obviously, because we're, we're guys. We like to play with knives, and uh, we stand across from each other, and basically you would go and you throw the knife at the ground. And if the ground stuck, if it's stuck in the ground, then you, the other player would have to extend their leg that far. Mm. And so you keep doing that until not, neither of the other person can't seem to stretch as far, therefore calling it splits. Wait, wait. So you would throw it into the ground, and then you just like one step for every time the knife stuck. Yeah. So you would, you take your, you'd stand with your feet together, and then if they stuck it in the ground, you would have to stick your feet, your one foot out that far to the where the knife went. To where the knife was. Oh, I feel like that's like pretty easy. You just throw it a little bit like far. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes it gets harder because you're both doing the splits. Um, while trying to throw the knife. And it gets really frustrating when the knife doesn't stick because it's you longer holding that position. Can you almost... Wait, so you're throwing knives like near their feet because you're trying to get them to step? Maybe you throw <laughs> a little bit further so they can't get to it. Yeah, but what if they're a bad A but they just nail your foot? Oh, dude, then you're screwed, man. You're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> like we uh, we just watched... You were there. We watched uh, Hacksaw Ridge. And remember oh, yeah. the guy that got the knife stuck in his foot like early on in the movie? That was hilarious. I didn't watch it with you guys, but like, I, That was I just causing me pain. Like hit, Seeing that knife just stuck in his boot and like the drill sergeant just yelling at him. And the fact that he ripped it out of his foot? Yeah. That was even like... I could feel it. It's like that's those scenes where you see that someone gets hit in the, the balls and you see them... You just wince yourself as a guy. You just feel mm. that pain. I feel like I feel the pain when yeah. I see someone just get hit. So I'm trying to think of dumb stuff we did as scouts. I mean, obviously, like everyone plays with fire. <gasps> that is a good one. Like that's a fire, fire is always a classic one. Even though you're not supposed to as a scout. But oh yeah, like, for sure. Everyone like the classic move is to like spend like the whole day collecting sap. Did you ever? <laughs> no, like, I didn't actually. What, what did you do? Oh, maybe. With the sap? maybe where, where, where did you grow up? I grew up. Um, about like central Utah, central Utah. So there's probably not the same kind of trees, but where we grew up, there were trees that would like have just tons of sap on them. Okay. And so what you would do, I, I actually don't remember doing this, but I'm, I'm sure I did when I was younger, but I remember when I was a little bit older of a scout, like observing the younger scouts do it where they'd go with like a tin can and they'd spend literally all day just like scraping sap off of the trees. Why is that? Because then they would like go to the fire and they'd like melt it down and they'd like stick like a stick in there and it would make like a torch because the sap would burn for way longer than the wood. Really, that is super cool. It was actually cool. It was cool, but it was also like super dangerous because now <laughs> you have like this like burning like thing that's dripping sap. And when the sap drips, like this, it it's on fire. On it. Yeah, dang. Um, but everyone, yeah, that was like a big thing that everyone would do as a scout. And, like, 
Um, it, it was funny because like, like I said, I don't, I don't specifically remember doing it, but I'm sure I did because like when I would see the younger kids do it, um, then they would kind of grow out of it. And then the new kids would come and the old kids wouldn't like tell them about it, but the new kids would also do it. Like it was just like a natural thing generational tradition. that everyone just did. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had some dumb experiences in my scouting events. This was more of a father son kind of trip. And so when you get a bunch of boys together, it, we should write a boy scout movie about dumb, not, not now, obviously, but this is like an idea for later. That is a good idea. But there's this move. There was this time in my life where, and it seems to happen more often is the more you get boys together, the dumber the group gets. I don't know if you've seen yeah. that in your life, but so I'm like, we're playing this game. And it's with pine cones. And we're talking like solid spiky pine cones. Yep. And yep. we decided to play dodgeball with yep, it. Every, yep. Everyone's done that. And uh, man, I just, I got booked in the face so hard. I had like these dots all over my face and they turned into scabs. It was pretty hilarious actually. But I was able to to get some good hits on some people too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Boys do the dumbest crap. <laughs> I mean, the, the gr- girls probably do weird dumb stuff when they're I together too. I have no too. idea. I've never... Talk to a girl about some of the dumb things they do. I've never, yeah, I've never been a girl that's been young, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know how a young girl thinks. Yeah. <laughs> I've only been a young boy for sure. Um, hmm. another one was so. I don't know what it is, but I feel like sometimes when you eat food on a camping trip, it's so much better. Like I think it's because you're like because you're starving, starving yeah. in the forest that like you just decide to eat food. And it was super good. And what we did was we, they just have like a pancake eating contest. Mm. And so they did like, I'm pretty sure it was like 12 pancakes. It was like the biggest one, the biggest score we had. But we had made a massive, massive pancake, bigger than like my hands and my face, I feel like combined. And with that, um, we had a, one of the buddies that we had was hated mustard. And we thought it'd be hilarious is if we took the last batch of pancakes batter and we mixed mustard into it and we gave it to him and he said he loved it. He like, he just ate it and he said it was so good. And I'm like, I feel like it could be weirdly like a weird flavor profile or something. I don't know. Yeah, but he, he loved it. And so then we, we were just like so confused by the fact that he liked it because we thought you'd taste mustard out of the, the batter. And so we were on our way home and this one of us decided to tell him, Hey, by the way, we you put mustard in your thing, and he just like threw up because of the they thought to, of the mustard. Yeah, he had to like go pull over on the side of the boat, and he threw up on the side of the boat. So I thought that was pretty funny. Mm. One time on on another camping trip, so I um, used to like mushrooms, and now I hate. I can't eat mushrooms on anything. It's because of this one stupid camp out. So it, where where I grew up, there was like in in a certain time of the year, there's a type of mushroom that grows called morel. Morel. Yeah, they're actually really expensive mushrooms. Okay. And people come out and they they pick them and they sell them and they make money. But anyway, we were camping and there were just hundreds of these morels. And so as we were hiking, we were like filling up a garbage bag with tons of these mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And we'd like you could eat them raw, like. They, they were edible, so you could cook them or you could just eat them. So, like, as we're hiking, we're eating mushrooms. We get to we get to the campsite. We cook eggs. We throw mushrooms in them. We cook rice. We throw mushrooms in them and our meat. Like, mushrooms, just because we had two full garbage bags full of these mushrooms. And everything we ate for, like, four days had, mushroom in it. had mushrooms in it. And now I cannot stand mushrooms. Really? Because I liked them at the time. And that's why I kept eating them. But then, like, after the third day of just more mushrooms, I'm like, I cannot do this. I never want to eat a mushroom ever again. That sounds awful. That's and now right. every time I eat a mushroom, I just, like, literally feel sick because I feel like I just ate a 1,000 mushrooms. Do you feel like you're sick now? I don't feel sick thinking about it, but if I was to taste one, it would make me sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. I'm trying to remember what anything that would make me feel crazy, but I can't exactly feel, mm. hear anything right now. Man. McDonald's makes me, I, I really every once in a while, like we have a McDonald's and it's like really the main restaurant here because everything closes. Well, <laughs> even the McDonald's closes at 11 o'clock, but like everything closes. And so if you want to get something in the evening, it's always McDonald's. Yeah. And every once in a while I'll go there 
but I just always get tired of it. Just get so tired of it. I'm like, man, I cannot eat McDonald's today. Mm-hmm. So that's one, I guess. Oh, mine I think was, it's just fast food in general. Mine was chicken enchiladas. Mm. So when I had a, a family member pass away when I was super, super young. And so they did, as a f- neighborhoods, you know, it's a great, awesome community. They decided to feed us mm-hmm. enchiladas. And I just got so sick of eating enchiladas. There was just times where I like, I just couldn't eat it because it was so bad. Yeah. I just absolutely hated them. So maybe we could write a movie <laughs> about the Boy Scouts and how much they hated a certain food because they had a terrible experience with it. I'm sure there's Boy Scout movies out there, but yeah, I'd l- it would be a good idea to write a Boy Scout movie about kids doing dumb stuff. Then maybe it's not a Boy Scout movie, but this is a. Do you ever remember the TV show Kicking It? I I know of it, and I've seen a few um, episodes. So there's a guy named Jerry. He's a long black hair kid, and in one of their big episodes that they had it was this massive tournament between all the kicking it um club members and in one of them is this food competition and it's like cow tongue and slugs with like something else in there and so this guy none of them could do it but jerry he goes and he just eats the tongue eats the slug and he could swallow the slug all the way down and then eat the last one but the very last one which was his was a saltine cracker and he couldn't eat a saltine cracker for some reason because in his experience he had saw he was as a baby looking up at his grandma and he was about to eat a saltine cracker and his grandma had her gum fall out onto his face as he was eating it and it just <laughs> disturbed the crap out of him and he can no longer ever eat a cracker mm. which is very random i don't know why that came up but i just thought that was a funny scene that just happened in kicking it yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense, like, I mean, that that's why I don't like mushrooms. It's not because their flavor is technically bad, but it just reminds me of that moment, that bad. It wasn't a bad memory. It was a fun campout, I guess, but it was just like, I don't know. It's just the a sensation, weird... I feel like, is what really brings you to not like it. Yeah. I wish I liked it, because morel mushrooms are, like, top-tier premium mushrooms, like, but, yeah, I can't eat them. That's interesting. I never liked mushrooms in the first place. I just never liked the texture. It was always too soft or the flavor of it was just not my thing. Yeah, they're kind of, they're like they are they are rubbery. Like if you cook it like if you ever had mushroom like specifically on like a pizza, like a cheap if you get like a cheap pizza and it has mushrooms on it, it's like literally rubber. Interesting. I mean, I don't ever order mushrooms on a pizza. Anymore, anymore. Or, or ever. I feel like I liked mushrooms kind of, like, rarely. Like, I would never order them on a pizza. Like, pizza was mostly just pepperoni for me. Oh, yeah. I'd get olives. I'd get sausage. But, like, why would you taint that with the mushroom? <laughs> no olives for me. I'm even a – I even don't care about pineapple. Like, if it's a good pineapple, I'll enjoy it. For me, I just – I can't really – I can eat them like a pineapple pizza, but sometimes it's like, it's just a warm pineapple is what gets me. Warm pineapple is good. The problem is they put low quality pineapple. They'll put like canned pineapple and that's when it sucks. If I can get a cold pineapple on the warm pizza, I feel like that would be okay. Or if I just... Yeah, but have you ever had like a freshly grilled pineapple? I have and they're actually pretty good. Yeah. But that's a freshly grilled one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like not one of those soggy. If you pour like canned pineapple on a pizza and then bake it, yeah, it's gonna suck. But if you put like if you grill a pineapple and slice that, put it on a pizza, that's like a delightful, like sweet, like juicy like pizza. Like Mm -hmm. I don't know why everyone hates on pineapple so hard. I wonder if if Wang his name's not Wang. What's his name? Wong. (laughs) W O N. Not Wu, not Wang. Wang. It's Wong. (laughs) It's Wong. Yeah. Wang. What if there's a character named Wang? Wang. We need to put Wu, Wang, and Wong all in the same show for the like, short film of Wang. I mean, Wong. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why we thought he was Wu for so long. I think I just said it and it just. And I just stuck. like stuck with it, yeah. yeah. Mm. We're coming up on an hour. Yeah. Which is normally how long we make an episode. Um, I feel like this. D- today's episode was good. We came up with more ideas for future episodes than we did write our own movie, but yeah, 
It was you were very you you took the role of Carter because if Carter was here, we'd have done exactly the same thing. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm glad I made a made a good thing. This is my first time, and I'm so glad to be on here and make some sort of impact. So you'll come back. You should come back on an episode when it's the three of us. Car- oh yeah, Carter will be here and you. That would be, be super fun. fun. I'd be so down for that. Okay, next time. Uh, I mean, we are recording tomorrow. If you want to stop by right, and do, yeah, just let me know. And we're shooting like we're shooting probably like three or four episodes tomorrow. Dang, so you I'll can come in and join one of them. Yep. I don't know if I could be there for three or four hours, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you can just hang out. <laughs> Saturday is kind of boring. Everyone's going home for Thanksgiving early already. I know. I can't because I work a little bit, but I'll be there for my family. Yeah, I just. Like, so many people are like, oh, I'll just miss the next two classes. It's like, why? You have three days off. Just, like, use your three days off. Just come to class. But everyone's leaving already. Don't leave me to suffer in class by myself with the teachers. Exactly. I live super far away from my parents. Like, I'm coming to class because... Are you headed home for Thanksgiving? I'm not going home. I mean, I'm not going to be here. Like, my grandparents live in Utah. Okay. So I'll go see... Stay with them and stuff, but but yeah, I'm not going all the way home for Thanksgiving. Gotcha. Next episode will probably be a Thanksgiving movie. One of our best movie, one of our best episodes of this entire show was our Thanksgiving episode last year. So let's see if we can live up to the hype of Thanksgiving and movies. make another th- great Thanksgiving movie. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Yep. Well, thank you for coming, Shad. Let's jump back into the void. Thank you. <laughs>